Hello and welcome to Romance Isn't Dead, episode 42. Today we'll be discussing Not a Hero by Sharice Sinclair from 2019. How are we doing today, Ray? Not bad. Alive. Wishing I'd made another cup of tea because my throat's really dry. <laughs> Whoopsies. Whoopsies. So if, you hear, Whoopsies. if you hear these funny little choking noises, it's just me. Don't worry. Ray's just choking. She'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll be, I'm alive. Yeah, well, summertime has arrived in South Carolina, and so it is, <laughs> Ray is jealous of my afternoon thunderstorms. Uh, it's also hurricane season, so I'm fully expecting, because it's 2020, for our house to be destroyed by a hurricane, because why not? Yeah, I, I mean. Only live a, I only live 120 miles inland. Plenty of range for a hurricane to absolutely destroy my life. I fully expect it to happen because it's 2020. Yeah, 2020 hasn't exactly had the best, wasn't it? What was it people said when 2019 was getting close to over? Oh, thank God, 2020 has got to mm. be better than this. Mm-hmm. I think every single person that said that has cursed 2020. And there were probably hundreds upon thousands of people that said it. So thanks. Yeah. Yeah. 2020, man. It's like, it, 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 there's a meme out there of Captain Picard sitting at his chair from the next Star Trek, the next generation. This is mm-hmm. damage reports. That's how every single morning feels like, just give me the damage report. Yeah. Got, it, what, you know. What's gone wrong now? It's, it yeah. is, it is sort of like that whole you know, people say, what could go wrong next? Please don't. Um, no, 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 no. Nature will give you something that goes wrong, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. I As I you, said, please don't ever say it again because that's what causes it. Um, hurricane season is here. I, I can't even with this. So, I mean, we've already had three named storms and hurricane season literally just started 10 days ago or something crazy. So, I just am, I'm, Woo. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the thing. I think this year is 2016 on steroids. I don't, I, I can't right now. <laughs> 2020, <laughs> man, I just can't. I just can't. I, See, I, I don't know think it I, can get worse. I don't, stop it. We can't say that. I, no, I say, I know it can get worse. Yeah, I know, but we don't. It's not that. a challenge. I, yeah, it's not a challenge. Yeah, I am but, not daring somebody. Yeah, but it's it kind of could be taken that way. Uh, I, no, I don't know. I, I don't need anything else. Thank you. I think I think it's enough. Well, I think we are we are either living through a time period where someone has broken a seal on the apocalypse, or no, I think it's mostly just the broken the seal on the apocalypse. Mm. That's the thing. I mean, I had post this week. I don't get very much post anymore because all my bills and everything are sent via email, which goes into an email that I don't open very often. Um, shocker. And my, my, my letters were from the hospital telling me that they are going to blind me for a day courtesy of um, tests that they have to do on my eyes for diabetic retinopathy. And the other one was, oh, we're going to poke and prod you with needles for an hour. Oh, how fun. Yeah, and that was my post yesterday. 
I don't, I, I don't want any more. Like I don't. That. I don't want any more post. And I don't think you would. I don't think you would. We actually today in the post got doggy marijuana, like hemp. I mean, it's not like actual marijuana, mm-hmm. but we need to shave our dog, and she does not love that. And so we got her some stuff to hopefully calm her down. And it's like doggy hemp or something. That's the thing you saw. I sent you that video, didn't I? Of um, Most people say, oh, when you feed your, when you give your cat um, catnip, they really mellow out and everything else. Yeah. Uh, my cat goes hyper. <laughs> I, I would have been treating her with it to sort of give her something to, amuse herself with or more amuse me with and I just sprinkle a tiny bit on the floor and the next thing you know she's rolling around in it like a pig in muck it's hilarious it is truly hilarious especially if you see my cat because she has got very very long fur so after she's finished rolling around in it she's got catnip buried in her fur so she says Shh. So she's hyper for hours it's not wow well our dog daisy is the sweetest natured dog i think i've ever met and she but she just wants to get up and walk away like she just wants to get up and get away from the clippers but we have to clip her you know we have to and it's just like okay we desperation mode so yeah that's we'll see how that works out for daisy so anyway it is what it is well did we want to talk about not a hero yes i think we should okay, okay. so i'm gonna read the blurb um but before i do that ray and i said we probably need to do a couple of books that have a little bit more heat than than we have been doing because we looked at Emma and we looked at the room with the view. And so that was a couple of months of very staid, if you will, novels, romance novels. They're romance, but they're very staid romance. They and are so, indeed. So I took that as a challenge <laughs> and said, okay. And so I found Cherise Sinclair who writes, um, as I, I believe I mentioned before, several has written several erotica type novels and this is not one of them, but um, it is the first in a new series of four books in the sons of the survivalist um, series. And it came out in 2019. So it's relatively recent and available um, at Amazon for like five five dollars here in the states i'm not sure how much it is over in britain but i think it was 314 the first one was 349 okay so not not a huge amount of money so it's it's relatively inexpensive and it might be available in a library i'm not sure so the blurb on the back in the alaska wilderness four streetwise boys become men and brothers now the crazy ex-military survivalist who plucked gabriel and three other boys from an abusive foster care home has died but the Sarge leaves them with a final mission to revive the dying town of rescue. Gabe is done with being a hero wounded in body and soul. The retired seal simply wants to remain holed up in his isolated cabin. He sure doesn't want to be chief of police in some defunct town, but he has his orders. Audrey needs a place to hide. 
After the Chicago librarian discovers a horrendous crime, she wakes to an assassin in her bedroom. Injured and terrified, she flees, covering her trail every inch of the way. New name, new ID, new home. As Audrey learns to survive and rescue, she begins to fall for the town and the intimidating chief of police who protects it. Can the shy introvert and the deadly police chief find a life together? Despite discord in the town, Gabe is finding his own peace with a quiet young woman who seems to have no past. She's adorable and caring and so very lost. But how can he trust someone who lies to him with every breath she takes? Ray? Any, <clears throat> any issues with the blurb on the back? How's that? I wouldn't have read it if I'd read the blurb on the back. <laughs> well, you would have had to have read it because I told you you had to read it. Yeah, I know. But it sounds boring. Well, you, I think the word you used when you described this book was formulaic. So, yeah. so. It was, but the, the thing is, as I said, um, that's the thing. That was after having read the book. And I read the, uh, it's another book that I read incredibly quickly. I think it took me about two and a half hours in total to mm-hmm. read it but that listening to the blurb I wouldn't have read the book okay so I had to but I wouldn't have picked this book up having read mm-hmm. the blurb because the blurb makes the book sound doesn't even make it sound formulaic it makes it sound really dull it doesn't make it doesn't make Audrey sound exciting it doesn't make Gabe sound interesting I, yeah sorry it doesn't. None of that makes him. None of that makes them sound like appealing characters that you'd want to read about. Okay, unlike the heroine in the last book we read. Yeah, Audrey I liked was like Audrey. Yeah, Audrey was likable, but the blurb on the back of the book doesn't make her sound that way. Okay, and I liked Gabe too. I mean, I liked them all. I don't know. I like. I liked these characters. So Apart maybe that made me. Well, yeah. But to me, he is, he is not just a one dimensional villain quite yet. Um, I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot of depth yet. Right. But I could see where he would be an interesting kind of character. And I think I can forgive him us not getting like a backstory on Reverend Parrish. Yeah. Um, at least not in this book. So, you know, I don't get, and the, the other thing either. is, <laughs> no, no, you don't. Um, but, but you do get some interesting, like you're starting to see things that are coming up in the, in the back. Like you're, you're yeah. starting to see that there are cracks in the facade there, yeah. which to me is interesting and important. I think, for going forward. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, I actually kind of, I I liked this book. I I didn't like, I mean, if I was going to be alone on a desert Island, this is probably not the book I would choose to take with me. What would be the book you chose to take with you? That's not fair. I shouldn't have said that. No, what is the book though you would take with you? I don't know because then I then I would vacillate between do I need to take a good book or do I take a book I actually like? See, in um, we have a, a show over here called Desert Island Discs and mm-hmm. at the end of it, after you've um, picked all the records that you love, you pick one that you take with you, they give you the Bible and the complete works of Shakespeare 
and you can pick a luxury item and another book. Mm -hmm. I'd say keep the Bible. No offense, but I would. Um, and then I'd say, can I have two other books? Hmm. <laughs> I don't need the Bible. Um, it's not my, it's not really my cup of tea and I'm being honest. Um, but I'd, I'd take the Shakespeare because I do love it. However, that you saying that on the desert island makes me think, what would your book be? I would respectfully say that I need more time to consider it. I just know it probably wouldn't be not a hero. <laughs> okay. No, no, that's, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, it's, it's a, that's the thing. It's a book for brief entertainment. Sure. But then so the majority of the books we read. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think the majority of books that um, we look at as a whole on the podcast are the books for brief moments of escape. And right now yes. we need that more than ever. Um, Absolutely. So, I mean, the thing was, I didn't dislike the book. It was okay. incredibly formulaic and incredibly predictable. But then as you pointed out to me in that self-same conversation, most romance novels are, and you're not wrong. There's always a minor twist. There's always an unexpected bad guy. There's always um, a, an almost clear declaration of love when you least expect it but you do expect it because you know it's going to happen mm -hmm. and this book had all of those things mm -hmm. so it wasn't mm -hmm. a bad book mm -hmm. but as i said had i read the blurb on the back it wouldn't have been a book i would have automatically purchased from amazon myself right because the blurb doesn't, in a way, doesn't do the book justice. It makes the book sound really dull. There's nothing in that, there's nothing in that blurb that says to me, there's um, murder, excitement, undertones of rebellion, viol oh, not violence so much as vandalism and unrest. Mm -hmm. as well as the actual fire between the two main characters that mm -hmm. doesn't come out in that blurb okay so your me. issue is with the blurb the way they described it almost more than anything else i don't so, think right? they i think that sometimes blurbs don't do a book justice and if the mm -hmm. i know they say don't judge a book by its cover mm-hmm I didn't read because this was a book, the book that you picked. I didn't do any more than go to Amazon and buy it. So I did right. no research on it. So it was a, an almost like an impulse buy rather than a carefully thought out process. Right. Absolutely. Um, so what did you think of Gabe as a character? I really, I, I like that military alpha male protector sword as a romantic hero i just like that kind of character um kind of a uh take charge kind of guy i really like that kind of character mm -hmm. so i i liked gabe um and 
um yeah i mean i, I kind of got where he was coming from kind of wanted to hole up and lick his wounds for a while and whatnot and then i understood why he was suspicious of audrey and then i also understood why he kind of backed off of that like he kind of realized wait a minute you know you know let like he took a step back and realized that she was hiding right that it mm. wasn't just like and he sort of trusted his instincts about her yeah as opposed to as opposed to how you see some so many times you get these sometimes you get heroes that are like they don't listen to their instincts and instead they go with their you know oh well this must be right and and for me i like that the other thing is i liked audrey i mean she's a like Librarian, which is amazing <laughs> and she's also pretty feisty and so i like that um what did you think about audrey i also think i i liked audrey i mean she is as you said she's a librarian and that was that something that i actually wanted to go to i wanted to be for such a long time she was she had a lot of courage Right. Given her background, I mean, she was constantly browbeaten by her mother and yeah. everything else. And she was resourceful, very resourceful. Mm-hmm. Right. She finally found a place to fit in. And then the proverbial hit the fan. And right. instead of running away, she showed courage and stayed put. Right. Stand and fight. Recognizing yeah. she has to stand and fight. Yeah. Because if she ran, she was going to have to run forever. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I liked the dynamic between um, Gabe and his brothers as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like always calling him old man. <laughs> yeah. Always calling him old man. But there was always, there was for boys that weren't actually blood brothers in the traditional sense they probably mm-hmm. were blood brothers in the untraditional sense, but they were incredibly close. Mm-hmm. Right. And they were so different as well. Right. There was yeah. none of this. Oh, every single character is exactly the same. So as I said, it's not that I didn't like the book. I did like the book. It was formulaic. There were certain elements of it that, Obviously, every single book has their elements of uniqueness, mm-hmm. but they do fall into that element of formula. Mm-hmm. And she did create some really good characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you had this entire town of people. Mm. Right. Like Tucker and Guzman and Sarah and Uriah. And... Yeah. Yeah. Dante, Lillian, Lillian. I loved Lillian. Well, that's another character called Lillian. Ah, yes. I like Lillians. They're feisty. I have a Lillian of my own. My great grandmother was a Lillian, as Uh was my grandmother. So it's family name. Um, yeah. So I, I, I liked this book, and I liked, I liked her characters. Um heat scale thoughts i think it's probably on par with the clay pass for heat scale right it's... because 
pretty high up there. It's pretty high up there. I think that there were elements. And it starts earlier in this book. It does start a lot earlier in this book. Like first part of the book. I was sitting on my balcony reading it. Uh Uh-huh. And I know, the thing is, I blush very easily. I am a traditional, very, very, very pale English person. Very, very pale. I have zero color on my skin. You may as well, Mm -hmm. actually. In fact, if you look at my skin, you can see right through it, which is great. I'm a ghost. Um, (laughs) And I wish I were joking. (laughs) I am that pale. Look. (laughs) I believe you. I mean... I, I, I am not because I've done so much damage to my skin. Like I'm traditional Gen X in South Carolina with, you know, when I was a kid, baby oil, oh, same sunscreen here. at high noon. Yeah. Same here. Eventually I tanned kind of thing. Lots of skin damage. But anyway, go ahead. I didn't eventually tan. I just burnt and peeled. I tanned. Um, I burnt and peeled and I come from a family of people who tan very easily, which is quite disappointing Um, for me anyway, not for them. (laughs) I'm the odd one out. But where was I? You were on your balcony blushing. Oh yeah, blushing really badly because there were certain scenes in this and I think, please don't anybody look up here because it's been a while since I'd read anything with any well, in any way on the chili pepper scale. It's been a while since we've read anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that kind of steam and heat to it. And mm-hmm. as with Clay Pass, she's quite um, explicit. Eloquent? Yeah, eloquent, explicit. Yeah. Detailed? Yep. <laughs> you said, hey. I took I it as a challenge. I know. I took it as a challenge. I was like, okay, well, I think, I'll find I think, something. I think we were kind of e- equal on the... Except it started a lot earlier in this Yeah, you're Like, so, it started in the first third, and you started in the last third. <laughs> yeah, like, but then mine was a historical romance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yours was a modern one. And they, I suppose, in a way, Claypa still had to take into account um, Georgian sensibilities. I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she played fast and loose with the entire Industrial Revolution, so... Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, eh, whatevs. <laughs> Whatever. But then I um, think more people would have had a problem with um, sex happening in page tw- on page 20. This is what? a page, what, 60 probably? I don't know. I don't have it bookmarked. I didn't think to bookmark it. But it is 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 pretty early in the book, actually. It is very where... early in the book. Um, and, uh, you know, if you don't know anything about Alaska and I don't personally know anything about Alaska personally, per- my husband, uh, was stationed in Alaska for, I think four years. So he can actually tell you things about Alaska and he would, uh, he kind of confirmed some of the things in this book about, you know, moose aren't exactly friendly kind of thing. And I have heard that moose um, aren't exactly friendly. Yeah. But <laughs> so then I remember then I remember watching in the 80s, I suppose, Northern Exposure, mm-hmm. which I think is based in Alaska. Maybe. Probably. I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember, but there's a moose in it. Yes, there is. There's a moose that constantly, yeah, that constantly yeah. appears. 
I did and love that moose, show. There's a there is a moose walking down Main Street in this book too. So, yeah, it was based in Alaska. Well, there you Northern go. exposure. Okay. So, yay, we got that right. But that's Woo-hoo. why. But they that moose was a bit. They were a bit wary of it. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, okay. So I would say, like, I have actually read the next book in this series, and I didn't enjoy the second book in the series as much as I enjoyed this one. I'm 50% but, of the way through it. But I will definitely read Bull's story and Hawk's story because I liked it well enough to do that. I'm, I'm um, curious about Hawk and mm-hmm. I like Bull, but I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm 50, well, 46% of the way through Kaz's story, the second mm-hmm. book. And the fact that I'm 46% of the way through it rather than finished with it mm-hmm. says it how as much. it's yeah. not speaking to me as much. I'm not so keen on the, um, on the heroine mm. and Kaz is just not, I don't know what it is about him that isn't talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also worth noting that, that, um, Cherise Sinclair goes out of her way to ensure that we understand that these heroes are not all white. Oh yeah. Right. Um, Gabe is white. Kaz is of, um, I think he's probably, his parents are from Mexico. I think is what the determination was. Um, Or his mother is Mexican. His father is white. I'm not sure, but he is not, he's not white. And then bull is Polynesian. Yes. Um, and then I think and Hawk is white, huge. But yeah, he's really big. You know, you know, I think Hawk is supposed to remind us of the rock. Dwayne Maybe. Johnson. Well, I he, think he's supposed to he gave himself the name Bull. Right. Because he wanted to grow up big and strong. And he definitely did that by the sound of things. And boy, howdy, did he. Right. Woo, doggy. Six but, foot four uh, and very, very broad. Yes. Which makes me think of The Rock, mm. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. So, and then Hawk is um, the other brother who I think is really clear is the most damaged of he, all of them. Probably physically and God and right. very reticent. Yes. We very haven't quiet. seen very much of him. Very angry. Um, you, he pops back up in Kaz's book. Yeah, I know. I, as I said, it, yeah. But he um, pops back rather than is a constant character. He, yeah. he doesn't even appear until the very, very end of the first book. Right, exactly. Like you've heard of him, but that's all you just mm. heard of him. So, um, so you're reading Kaz's book. You're interested in Bull's book because you like Bull. So yeah. Same. And, but she has not introduced, I don't think Sinclair has introduced Bull's heroine yet, even in Kaz's book. Yeah, but she didn't, no, int- it, yeah, but she didn't introduce no. Kaz's heroine until Kaz's book. Yeah. No, I'm mean, just saying, just a matter of course. I, yeah. We don't know her yet. And sometimes they, sometimes authors kind of tease us with something, but they, they didn't do that. So, um, obviously, obviously then this book had some things to recommend it. If you like the formula, then mm. you'll probably like the book. Right. Um, to me, for instance, Jane Ann Krentz is a very formulaic writer, but I tend to like her formula. So I read her books. 
she right. started off as a Mills and Boone author. So I, I I liked this book. I I would tell you not to let your kid read this book. But then I think that goes for either of the books that we've talked about yes. in the last few weeks. Yes, exactly. Hand her Emma instead. Yes, <laughs> but Emma or A Room with a View, either of those. Perfectly fine. Definitely not anything by Cherise Sinclair and probably nothing by Lisa Clavis either. So anyway, is there anything else that we wanted to say about this book? Um, it's frustrating. I think that she released two books in very, very quick succession. And now there's been nothing in this series because she's, I know that she's been working on others. Actually, no. I mean, because this book came out in 2019 and then Kaz's book came out late 2019, like almost a year later, I think. And so I thought they both like, came out quite close together. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, let me see. I, I'm, I've got it pulled up on my Kindle. Yeah. Um, okay. So I bought the first one in February of 2019 and I bought the second one in late November of 2019. So there was at least 10, 12 months between them. So if she comes out with Bull's book, book at the end of 2020 or beginning of 2021, it's a, not that far different. Oh, Ray's, Ray's roommate has come to visit. Her name is Darcy. And she thinks she owns the world. Oh, yes, but she's not named for Darcy from Pride and Prejudice, which is what my family thinks. <laughs> Just let it roll. <laughs> I can't help. I, yeah, I find it quite funny when they say that. When they say, oh, you named her for Darcy. It's like, no, I did not. But whatever. <laughs> yeah. You've never read my I, fanfic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope. Never read that. I have. I have. Yeah. I okay. was, that's, that's, that's what we were talking about, wasn't it? We were talking about how... Um, that was an interesting thing in the UK. I don't know if anybody's been following this, but following on from all of this stuff with the pandemic and the fact that lockdown has been eased slightly, it is now a criminal offence for, <laughs> for two consenting adults to have sex in a house if they don't live together. So they can have said, sex in like Central Park or something, but not. We don't. We don't have Central Park, but yeah, they can have sex in Hyde but Park. But I mean, Hyde Park then. Well, I don't know if they no because they're not allowed to get within six feet of each other. Seems like that law would already sort of cover that if you're not allowed to get within six. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> but it's I. It's, we were talking and we said, oh, this would be the perfect plot for a fanfic. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> What a mess. What a mess. It's quite funny. All right. All right, y'all. Ray, where can we find you? You can find me um, on Twitter at All About Ray and on my blog, which is ugh, so old. I haven't updated it in a while. And that is allaboutray.wordpress.com. And obviously, you can find us at ISN Romance on Twitter. Perfect. If you want to find me for whatever reason, I mean, and why would you? Um, I'm Palmetta Blue. Star Wars Twitter. and crochet. Yeah, well, okay. 
but I haven't really been talking a lot recently. Uh, so, you know, but you're welcome to come talk to me and I'll be happy to talk back to you. Um, if you do find me on those places. So Palmetto Blue, Twitter and Instagram and, um, Ray, how would you like to sign out today? Keep on searching for your happily ever after. And I would remind you that romance isn't dead. It's alive and well on your bookshelf. Bye. Bye.